Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Practice Squad Jobber Podcast. I am your host, Brett G. Joel is not able to make it today. However, I have two people that I get to welcome in today. First is our special co-host, the beautiful Miss Katie. Katie, hello. Hi. Welcome. Um, Katie is a wrestling fan. She is also my girlfriend. Uh, We've been dating for close to two years now. Got her into wrestling, started dragging her to independent shows with me, and she, the fandom has taken off in her better than I could have hoped. <laughs> and uh, now introducing our special guest and the reason we are all here, um, everyone's favorite ass kicker from another planet, we have Billy Starks. Billy Starks, hello. Hello. I, I'm here for Katie. <laughs> okay. I feel so honored. <laughs> this this is I'm already outnumbered. This is uh I I've, this is a handicap match. This is not fair. You made a mistake. I, I made a mistake. So uh Billy, um starting off, you've got quite the support system and being um you what makes you unique, not only are you an alien from outer space, um you not only have to balance a wrestling life, but you got to go back to school. So how do you balance going to high school and wrestling? I mean, you live on the East Coast, and then, but we see you in Minnesota every month. How do you kind of balance the two lives, lifestyles, and who's there making sure you're able to do both? So I live in the Midwest area. I actually go to school very soon in like a week or two. Um, and I have an amazing support system. Like you've mentioned, I have my family always helping me out. Um, and my school works with me very, very well too. Um, the school I go to, they've always like helped me out and the teachers I've had, I'm like, Hey, I'm out of town this weekend. And they're like, Oh, okay. We'll give you what you need and just make it up. And I'm like, boom, easy. Uh, my PE teacher actually let me turn in wrestling matches as credit. Like her role was like, Oh, if you miss my class, uh, send me a video of you working out for 30 minutes so I would send her wrestling matches I did and she'd be like check yep you covered it cool <laughs> I remember my teachers being that supportive of anything I tried to do so good for you thank you <laughs> now tell us about mouse who is mouse to the people who don't know and why is he so important um so mouse to me is my stepfather but many other people know him as a wrestling photographer at mouse wrestling adventures um he was kind of the reason the big starks brand was started which is like what has been all over the place people have knee sleeves and armbands um the knee sleeves were made by somebody and then the armbands were made by my mom so if you see that shout out mama starks um (laughs) but uh Mouse just dragged me into wrestling, so that's why he's important to me. Mouse is kind of, I've noticed on, like, Twitter and social media, he's kind of just got his own following as well. It's everybody loves Mouse, everybody loves Billy, and uh, it's really cool to see him being able to bring you to these shows. You guys, he does the photography, you've got your matches, and it's it's this really cool team that you've got with your stepdad that just again this support system and we're gonna we're going to hit on that support system a few times during this podcast but mouse also helped us out a ton with this interview by posting something on social media this week um that katie has a question for so i'm gonna let her uh ask you this question okay so earlier when we were like on twitter we saw that you were originally thinking of naming your character billy beans what is the story behind that? So, uh, <laughs> Billy Bean. So the my real name is kind of mixed in with uh, Billy. So mm-hmm. Billy came from that, um, and then the Beans. Uh, I was always called Beans growing up. Uh, so my dad would call my little brother random names. Um, just everything that he would respond to, because my brother was just all over the place. So he'd be like this name, this name, and my brother would always, what do you want? 
uh so I, he called him frank one day and my mom's like why are you calling him frank and then he randomly stuck me as beans so it's mm-hmm. frank beans uh, and my mom is a big weezer fr- uh fan so it made sense and then beans stuck with me so uh i was just beans all the time oh it's beans it's beans and then uh when i did photography i did photography for a bit i went by beans photography so when i like went over to the wrestling i was like hmm uh, and I was struggling to pick out a name and my mom was like, what about Billy Beans? And I was like, Billy Beans. I don't know how to feel about it, but it's kind of like works for me. Has <laughs> mm-hmm. a ring to it. Uh, I messed with Mouse and he was like, I swear to God, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy Starks it was. Now, did you also have a cool logo for Billy Beans? I did. I had a can of beans doing a moonsault because I always joke that like I was going to do the PMS the perfect moonsault so it was a ton of beans doing a moonsault and it was great in the bottom corner of pictures you see a can of beans flipping I'm gonna have you send me a picture of uh the Billy Beans logo that way we can post it with the podcast when this goes up so Beans Photography still has social media as a Twitter okay. and Instagram where my logos are posted Okay, and so we will we will add that. We will add the Beans Photography Twitter uh, to the post. Um, can of beans doing a moonsault. That is wonderful. Um, so, so where did you get your training? Where did that start out? You talked about how Mouse got you into wrestling. Tell us uh, the birth of Billy Stark, so to speak. So how I got into training was I would always joke with Madman Pondo um and he introduced me to Too Tough Tony who runs a school in Jeffersonville Indiana called Grindhouse and that's where I started training uh my first day of training I left cheerleading practice uh with my mom uh I got there and originally I was only supposed to watch and just like Mm -hmm. feel stuff out um and they asked me if I could get in the ring and I was like yes (laughs) so I started wrestling and doing stuff um and then Mouse comes and was watching and you just see the biggest smile on my face. Like I was having the time of my life. And he looked at my mom and was like, you're never getting her out of there. And then we signed the papers and I started training. That's awesome. Um, so you talked a little bit about the Big Starks brand. We've seen uh, just at independent shows we've gone to. We've seen JDX. We've seen Top Flight who are in AEW. It's, you, it was almost like the independent world kind of took you in as like this little sister and just you've got all these supporting uh supporting wrestlers who are proud to wear big stark brands merchandise i've seen uh i've seen dante martin wear big stars brand every match every match i've seen him in, he's got that on jdx same thing um so how did you kind of how did you kind of get that open arms um i guess treatment from the locker room i mean people coming in to support you it it had to be kind of nervous your first few shows but then to get that how did that start big starts brands and how how did it become what it is so originally big starts brand happened during the quarantine Mm -hmm. Uh, I went through a depression like I felt like many others did because we're all stuck at home we weren't really getting to enjoy life Um, so my dad wanted to make me laugh um, if you know what Big Baller brand is, uh, we did a ripoff. Mouse does not like calling it a ripoff. He said it's a, a parody. Um, <laughs> a parody of the Big Baller brand and made the Big Starks brand because uh, he put a joke on Twitter that said, I'm the LeVar Ball of wrestling. Anybody mess with Mello, I'll kill <laughs> Like something crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, whatever. And then someone in the comments uh, made the logo and Mouse was like, this is fire. We're putting this on t-shirts. And I was like, okay, cool. We'll do it. Uh, Because we always like mess around and make cool shirt designs. So we did that. And people were like, oh, this is cool. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'll put it on like other stuff. And we started doing the knee pad sleeves and this. Um, And originally it was just going to be like people who were like family with us, who like traveled with us all the time. So uh, Trey Lamar was in it, Cole Radrick. Um, and those were like the OG people um, and the Calvin Tankman too. And then it started to be like, oh, we'll add you. We'll add you. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. 
and it just everybody started coming I'm like this is weird (laughs) it's you got a lot of big brothers and sisters out of it who it's it's really cool because before when we started going to first wrestling uh during the pandemic when they started having shows and uh big starts brand stuff was being worn but we hadn't seen you wrestle at first yet so i was like what is this what is this and then uh a show or two later billy starks came out and then it all clicked we saw your match with sky blue and instantly katie fell in love and it was just women's wrestling is uh, a passion point for katie um so i guess i'm gonna ask katie this question um getting the audience familiar with her um why is women's wrestling so important to your uh to you being a fan and to other women being a fan we we've made a group of friends at these first wrestling shows that we go to um shout out to our friends laura and loopy laura also very passionate about women's wrestling um so katie talk to us a little bit about why women's wrestling is so important and how billy uh became one of your favorites Okay, this is going to be a rant, and I am so sorry, because some people I know do not agree with me at all. (laughs) But, I mean, I grew up in a lot of very feminine-type sports of cheerleading, dance, figure skating, etc. And I was always told, like, you have two options. You are either feminine, or you can be, like, this strong badass. And what I've seen with women's wrestling is that it just like merges the two together and it's like super empowering and watching like intergender wrestling, like showing like women can do whatever the heck that men can do. And it is awesome. And I absolutely love it. And really just also women and females in general that, you know, can just be completely goofy with their characters as well. I'm looking at you and also (laughs) these awesome badasses in the ring. It is just absolutely amazing and super inspiring. Oh my god. Ah, big smiles. <laughs> well, and, and it's not just people like Katie that you're impacting. We saw a little girl at a first wrestling show. She had blue hair. She was dressed up as Billy Starks and made her world when you went and took a picture with her. What what is that like to be to be this wrestler this early in your career and you're already seeing little girls dress up as Billy Starks and how much you mean to them what's that like for you I kind of say this is like my interaction with fans makes me more nervous than wrestling in front of fans because I was like this is what I'm confident doing this Mm -hmm. is like what gets me in my like out of the box of like oh people (laughs) um but just seeing it makes me very happy because I remember being in their shoes once, just going to wrestling shows and being like, oh, it's this person, this person. Like, there's pictures of me uh, when I used to dress up like Bailey. Um, mm-hmm. and like, one with, like, the Finn Balor sleeves and the tassels and the Bailey shirt and the headbands. Um, and I remember how I felt when, like, I got to hug Bailey or if I got to do this or, like, I got thrown a headband. And I'm like, this made me over the moon. This made me love wrestling even more. And I want people... Like, I want other wrestlers to do that for people, and I want to be one of those wrestlers. Um, and I just feel like it's just memories that, like, people get from that, and I love that so much. And it's still crazy to me that uh, I'm doing that for people, because I look at it as, like, who am I? I ain't nobody. <laughs> but for in somebody else's world, I am. Yeah, and you say that, but this big Starks brand thing is taking on a life of its own. You've got little girls dressing up like Billy Starks. Like you are somebody like you are in the future showcase. And if I'm not mistaken, you're the first woman to be in the future showcase. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. I'm the first woman and the youngest competitor to ever compete in it. So tell us about the future showcase, why this is such a big deal. um, And tell us about hashtag herstory. So the Future Showcase is so important to me because I wanted to be part of Futures. I think it was two years ago now when I first, my first year of wrestling, I remember uh, watching it. I watched all of my friends be part of this. I watched Marco Stunt win it one year and then I watched Benjamin Carter win it the next year. 
And I remember being there for that. And like, it was them saying they're the next big thing. And I know in my heart of hearts that I deserve to be in this tournament and I've wanted it for so long. And it just shows my hard work is paying off. And I'm not put in this tournament because I'm a girl or how young I am. I'm put in this tournament to compete. And because I worked my butt off this year to show that I am going to be what is the future. Um, And I know it sounds cocky or narcissistic for me to say that, but it's the truth in my heart that like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't know about these other guys, but I know this is for me and this is my tournament to prove this. Um, And it means something in my heart more than I feel like a lot of people understand. Um, But I think this is a really big deal, even though some people have no idea what this tournament is. Uh, but if you look into the history of it, it's proven right. Uh, Marco's now signed to AEW. Benjamin Carter went to WWE and NXT. These people who have won this tournament have gone and done bigger and better things. Um, and I hope to be the next. And hashtag her story uh, is more showing. So like there was a hashtag going around called her story. And it was more about women empowerment and showing how uh, we are going to do bigger and better things and I made that part of the thing of like I'm going to do bigger and better things as a female and that's not all that matters I'm a wrestler I'm not going to base it off my sex I'm not going to base it off my age I'm a wrestler at the end of the day and hell yeah you earn this opportunity (laughs) I mean you you go from the midwest to Texas to to the east coast to girl you are everywhere right now you you have put the miles in other kids are out enjoying their summer vacation going to water parks and shit and you're out here traveling state to state kicking ass so hell yeah you earned this opportunity it's not just because you're a woman it's not just because you're young it's because you went out there and you've put in the work so good for you for doing this and go win the damn thing i plan to we me out (laughs) we are we are team big starks brand we're gonna get some shirts to prove it too (laughs) um so there's you talked about um is it mouse being the lavar ball of wrestling you being lamello um so there's this skit on saturday night live um i believe it's keegan thompson um is that where hashtag never lost comes from no okay comes from so there's a video of lavar ball uh at one of the conferences and they're like asking him about one of his son's games and he was like, blah, 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 your team lost. And he, he was like, no, 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 we ain't never lost, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it just like, it was like, yeah, this, this is, <laughs> this is mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome hashtag. And I was like, I wanted to add that uh, as part of the advertising, but I'm like, no, that's their thing. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm all right. Because <laughs> I remember watching that Saturday night a live skit and he'd just be never lost with no matter what the question is when he when he was being LeVar Ball so that's where I thought it was it came from but thank you for clearing that up um Katie you had another question oh yeah uh earlier uh you were talking about Bean's photography was that originally like what you wanted to do um or was it just like kind of a way to like be in the crowd I guess kind of area like involved but not involved yet if that makes sense So the photography kind of happened because Mouse bought a camera and he gave me his hand-me-downs when he bought a new one. Mm -hmm. And it just gave me a reason to be around wrestling more. My Wrestling was always my goal. I did cheerleading for wrestling because in my head I was like, oh, I'll learn body control. I'll do this. I'll get in better shape. I'll do cross country. It'll help me with cardio. So it was always like a game plan in my head. And photography helped me be able to interact with wrestlers more. I can talk and pick their brains Um, when I'm like hey can you come shoot promos with me and when I'm shooting pictures I'm like hey uh, what did you think of this match what or I would sit and listen to them call matches and I'm like oh oh and I get a better understanding of it because I am now listening to it over and over and then it also helped me make so many connections with people so like a lot of people didn't understand when I first started why I was getting so many opportunities early on Uh, but it was because I was doing photography for like two or three years just being around people that's how uh Mikey from Black Label who's a promoter there uh he knew me since I was super young and he was like it's so weird that you're a wrestler I just remember you being like 
another one of my daughters just running around <laughs> um and he was like happy for me and he also gave me the opportunity to wrestle Kylie Ray and I also gotten so much more and I'm so thankful for that um but it's always been so strange that like so many people see me go from a photographer to being a wrestler uh Mouse was messing with uh ACH the other day when uh he was around the wrestling scene when we were up in Atlantic City when he wrestled Trey Lamar we were like sitting in the back and he showed ACH a picture that uh, of us together, and he, you see ACH look at the phone and then look at me, and he goes, "That's the same person," and he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, oh, "I'm getting old." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about your road crew. I've been able to see on social media kind of who you hang out with. Um, again, this is right back to that support system. We're big on support systems here. Um, tell us about your road crew and do you have any cool stories that you can share with us <laughs> as a fan this is my favorite part of uh, getting to interact with wrestlers is hearing those road stories that we don't get to see behind the scenes <laughs> uh, so recently I've been in the car a lot with Cole Radrick he's one of the workhorse uh, mm-hmm. in the car him and Mouse just ride all the time um, another person we've been writing a lot with recently was Everett Connors. I love him so much. Um, and then Trey Lamar will randomly hop in the car um, whenever I get to see him. Uh, but that's usually like our car load and randomly we'll have like different people because um, the car load is always open as long as we have a spot. Um, we also had Marcus Mathers in our car recently, um, been kidnapping him every once in a while. Um, <laughs> but, uh, my, f- I think recently my favorite, uh, road story, uh, is, uh, me and Connors and Cole and Mouse and somebody else were riding back from AC, uh, and it's me and Connors in the back seat, and we're talking and talking and we're talking about Charlie Evans and you just see this man light up bright red and I was like, what, what, Connors? <laughs> He's like, don't do this to me. You know what this is to me. Um, and I was like, I'm going to message her. So I start messaging her and she says cute stuff. And I show Connors and he's like, oh, don't do this to me. And then I, she, I'd be like, oh, she said something else. He said, let me see. No, don't let me. No. Uh, <laughs> it was like such back and forth. And you just see him every time just like start blushing so bright red and just cover his face. He's going to be like, why did you tell people? You can't tell people. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was adorable it's not like one of the ridiculous road stories but it's one of the ones that like I remember because I'm like oh it's dear to you yeah (laughs) yeah and we've honestly we've I got to see Cole Roderick Cole Radrick Radrick Rad (laughs) Radrick got to see him kill it at Warrior Wrestling a couple months ago the dude had one hell of a match, and I didn't know who he was before that. I damn sure knew who he was after that. So shout out to Cole, um, and also big supporters of Kylie Ray. You had talked about wrestling her and how much that meant for you. That's Katie's favorite, and uh, we got to see her at Warrior Wrestling in Chicago. And I've got a picture of after the match, uh, Kylie was crying, Katie was crying, and K- Kylie r- comes up and hugs Katie. And I've got like that time stamp where it just it shows katie going in and then it pauses with them hugging and it's just that's this is why i love wrestling so much i lost my mind (laughs) yeah uh we were the first people to see kylie ray uh for meet and greets at uh when she came back and you know you see kylie ray she's like all right pulling this together gonna get through this it's gonna be awesome and Katie walks up and Katie starts crying and Kylie starts crying. And that's the first interaction she's got. And she's got like a line of like 300 people. And oh, I, <laughs> uh, so bad. you probably made her day. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> she oh. is the biggest sweetheart. It's, I, I know everyone plays a character, but you cannot convince me that Ky- Smiley Kylie Ray is just not Kylie Ray in person. It definitely just is. I love her in and out of the ring. She's such an amazing person. 
So speaking of that, who have you found that you've got uh, really good chemistry with in the ring? Who are some of the ones where, you know, you see you're matched up against them and like, all right, yeah, we're going to kill it. Um, definitely Sky Blue. I've wrestled her a numerous times and I've loved it every time. She's so easy to work with. Um, Kylie Ray, of course, I would love round two, our first match. Like we got a standing ovation and I was not the best wrestler at that time. I would love to have round two now. Um, who, who else do I want to name? There's so many great females right now and males that I'm just like, ha. <laughs> Can I um, add one? Sure. Sleeper match from first wrestling a little bit ago. You versus free range Kara. You yeah. guys got one of the biggest pops of the night. One of those standing ovations. I was blown away by how good you two work together. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and is there anybody else who you look at and you see like, okay, like, yep, we're going to tear the house down tonight. Mm, definitely. I had such a great match with Gary J. I got okay. to see him during Mania Weekend, and I just remember it. Like, it was one of those matches I wanted for so long, and it was everything I wanted it to be. But now I need to wrestle him again because he beat me, so I got to beat him one for Never one. Never lost. Never lost. It didn't happen. It was a moral victory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I don't know if you realize how much of, like, even just a locker room leader you're becoming. Um, when you wrestled Free Range Kara, that was her first match back at First Wrestling. And she had come on our podcast right after and told us how nervous she was um, and had talked about, you know, are they going to remember me? And, like, she said, like, she was a little bit of a nervous wreck backstage. And then the person there who was, like, that support person, she said, was you. So, like, here you are. Kara's kind of become this veteran and this industry and you're this younger person, but you're able to, you're able to be there and support her and other wrestlers. And Billy, I'm telling you, I think that there's, I think this was what you were meant to do. Um, I obviously don't see the locker room, but anytime you talk about Billy Starks to somebody, it's all they've got is positives. I think I just automatically, I don't know why, but people click with me. I'm very like, oh, it's whatever and like super nice. And I always want to help people. Uh, I never understood like jealousy or tearing other people down mm -hmm. at the end of the day because I feel like other people can build you up um, and you can do the same for others. Um, I always think competition is what makes people better. So I'm never going to be jealous of a person. It just... And I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I can build myself and be better. I can get to that level. There's no per uh, reason for me to tear this person down just yet at their level. I just got to build myself up. Um, and I feel like I love doing that for other people when you can see that they're not all here, mm -hmm. that you can help them and be like, you got this. Come on, you got this. Because I know in my heart of hearts that this is what they love and they do at the end of the day. So I love wrestling in general and that every wrestler loves wrestling if you don't what the heck right. <laughs> and I feel like you can build everybody up because we all have this one thing in common uh it's the love for wrestling and I think you guys had that sleeper match of the night that night and that was on a card with Colt Cabana and Rhino so no I mean, that's why I was you, like dang this is the one that stood out <laughs> you guys killed it you guys did really good. And I mean, I just got into wrestling and everything. So I'm going to be honest. I had no idea who Rhino was. I, I had no idea when he came out, Brett's jumping up. You could see the video and he's freaking out. And I'm sitting there like, Ooh. he's cool. He looks cool. There's somebody took a video and it's me in it. And I get passionate at wrestling shows. I get really into the show. And when rhino came out it's just me jumping out of my seat losing my shit right at the entrance all pumped up and rhino's right there and uh yeah that got posted to twitter and yep that happened but to see it yeah i i bring an energy to every show i don't care it's i'm gonna support the people i like i'm gonna boo the people i don't <laughs> riley jackson um <laughs> hey, hey we can't do that here we can't do that uh so um i think riley jackson could be a nice guy if he chose to he's a nice guy to me <laughs> yes he, he's a nice guy to the ladies that's yes 
we joke that um, Katie and Laura have become like his fan section at these first wrestling shows. Call themselves the Wire Dyes, and I love it. <laughs> so yes, he he could be a nice guy. Just chooses not to be. Um, so I've got two more questions for you, Billy. I just wanted to check in with Katie, see if she had any more before I went to those two. I don't think so. I think I'm good. Okay. Um, so one that we ask a lot is, uh, it seems like every wrestler has a pet peeve. Um, we've heard from smelly ring gear uh, to people just asking for advice and then ignoring it. What is your biggest wrestling pet peeve? Hairy armpits, like shave your armpits i don't care if you're a male a female non-binary i don't care shave your armpits i don't care like no hair should be here if you're a wrestler no hair in your armpits please and thank you i like am just fully disgusted by it like if you're in a headlock and someone's hair is touching Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) i i will like look at people and be like don't touch me (laughs) I didn't even think of that, but yeah, I, I can imagine that's something I'd be grossed out by too. I'd rather them have like stinky gear or like not listen to me. <laughs> and it's awesome because every pet peeve we've gotten has been different, but everyone's got this one immediately. They know what it is. So because <laughs> I feel like that. everybody has like dealt with it at one point and they're like, oh my God, no. <laughs> I have like a pet peeve for myself that like if I feel like I'm stinking at training, I immediately like slide out of the ring and put on deodorant and like everybody looks at me. I'm like, Sorry, I'm trying to help you guys. Yeah. Felt myself getting sweaty and I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> so you've got the future showcase coming up. Um, let's say in the next year, from now until this time next year, what is on your rec- wrestling bucket list that you want to accomplish? Ooh, I want to be part of Beyond. That is okay. the number one goal right now. Um, I want to main event a GCW show. And I want to wrestle Kylie Ray again. I think those are three. And you want and you're gonna win the future showcase. Oh yeah, that's already Yeah, yeah, but that one, yeah. The, that's happening next week. <laughs> that, that was a given that you know that one we're already marking off as a win. Never lost. <laughs> So let's get into our top 10 list. Um, For those who don't know, we do a top 10 list with every guest that is kind of personalized to them. Uh, And Billy's is, she does a lot of traveling. So she said, let's do top 10 fast food places. And everyone can relate to this. So um, I'll start with my number 10 and it gets way more hate than it should. um, Given there are some things on the menu you just probably shouldn't touch. Uh, But my number 10 is Arby's. Love, there's, don't give me that look, Billy Starks. Arby needs to be higher. What are you doing? Oh, okay. No, you would not like me. (laughs) Their spicy chicken sandwich with mozzarella sticks. Oh, that is a win all day. And then a large fruit punch, and I am good to go. Okay, but have you tried their root beer floats? That's what sold me. They have a Dr. Pepper float that sold me that needs to make it higher on the list. I don't like soda. (laughs) <laughs> Billy just threw something at me. It, it's in it's in love because you yeah. need to enjoy the the luxuries of soda. <laughs> it, it, it's in love and frustration. Yes, Katie, your top ten. Your number uh, ten. My top ten, and I know a lot of people once again probably won't like this that it's so high up. Uh, Taco Bell. It's mm. in. I feel like this is low. It's Yep. You guys are gonna be like, what is she eating? This is a wrestler's <laughs> diet. Well, uh, we we went through each other's top tens and you know had our own opinions, but we're both like, I'm really excited to see what Billy Starks has in her top ten. So Billy, what is your number ten? Popeyes. Popeyes Popeye. ten. That's got At ten? At ten? Yeah. Done. Actually, it's switched around. It'll be nine. So that's my number nine. Number that doesn't make it much better. (laughs) Number ten is gonna be like Hardee's Carl Juniors. Oh, it's so greasy. 
So that is the love of. Okay, to each their own. So you got Hardy's at ten, and number nine, you've got uh, Popeyes. Which I just I feel love. like their, their chicken needs more flavor. I like the more spice. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right, my number nine, Little Caesars. It's I don't know what they do to their pizza. Put it above Arby's. I did. What are you gonna do about it? You gonna kick my ass or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know where there's a ring. Um, so yeah, Little Caesars, uh, I got at number nine because it's so good. It's so cheap. Their the crazy bread is just ugh, so good. Katie, you're number nine. Okay. Uh, my number nine is not specifically for the food, but it's for the custard because I love it with a burning passion and it's Culver's. I need that chocolate custard. It is so good. <laughs> me. Oh, love it. Culver's. Yeah. All right. Wisconsin. Well, Billy gave, us, Billy gave us her number nine, so I'm going to jump to number eight. I've got Taco Bell. Um, just it, somehow the more you order, the cheaper it gets, and it's wonderful. Uh, I, I get people are like, oh, well, it's not authentic Mexican. Well, I just want good, and that's exactly what Taco Bell is. It's good, and I can get like 40 items for 20 bucks. So, Katie, you're number eight. Freddy's. Mmm, Freddy's steak burgers and frozen custard. So good. Love Freddy's. I love custard. <laughs> I, I see that. I love learning. There's a theme here. <laughs> Billy, you're number eight. I'm going to go with Arby's for my number eight. Okay. Uh, I only really love it because of the freaking floats. The floats is what sold me. It used to be a lot low, lower on my list. Like, I like their number one, the smokehouse brisket. Mwah. Mm, brisket's so good. <laughs> Yep. I'm so hungry after this. I'm getting freaking uh, Texas Roadhouse. The freaking... Oh, oh, the buns. Just, yes. <laughs> I love how we all just like... Oh. Yep. Next time we have you on the show, we'll just do regular restaurants, sit-down restaurants. Heck yeah. So, uh, all right. Number seven, I've got Freddy's, what Katie just had at number eight. Uh, their steak burgers are really good. Um, they're their cus their um their malts are amazing. I didn't know what a malt was until I moved out here. Coming from the East Coast, we just had milkshakes. Um, but their malts are amazing. They've got like this menu of like eighty different items that you can put into your malt. And I usually go with like peanut butter banana cheesecake, and oh, just so good. Katie, you're number seven. I hate to say this because I feel like I'm no longer an ally. But I love Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A nuggets. My list too. The chicken is too good. I know. <laughs> well, good. I feel so bad. <laughs> like that's also why it's not like lower on my list. Cause... Like, why do you all gotta be terrible people? Like exactly. just how can you make chicken that good and then be that shit of people? Like just <clears throat> why you gotta make it so hard? <laughs> Billy, you're number seven. Ooh, my number seven is Burger King. Okay. I like their Hershey pie. It's so good. Yes, the Hershey pie is... And I like chicken fries, too. I don't know why. I just like it being in fry form. <laughs> so, yes. Um, Katie used to work at a store that was, like, diagonal from a Burger King. <laughs> and I don't know... I don't know if this is the same for you in your relationships, but um, we have this thing called fast food cheating. And when it happens, the other person might as well have just, we might as well have just walked in on the other person with somebody else because it is, it is personal. It, like you didn't even pick me up some fries. Like you, and That's all the I time. My family, like I'll walk downstairs because yeah. I sleep in some days and Mouse will have like food on his desk. I'm like, where's mine? Yep. <laughs> yep. She all the time she'd go to Burger King, and I love Burger King. They they missed my top ten, but they're rated eleven. And like, <laughs> I, I like me some Burger King fries. I like me it's some BK not, chicken fries. It's not my fault, okay? I'd forget to bring lunch, and Burger King was literally in the parking lot of the place I worked. Okay, it's not my <laughs> fault. I've got a Taco Bell right across the street from where I work, so it's kind of the same. I get it. All right, my number six, A&W. This is, 
everything Dairy Queen wishes it was. The burgers are amazing. The ice cream is to die for. Um, I've never had a bad meal at A&W. It's a little pricey, yes. But have you had Dairy Queen's french fries? They are just terrible. Um, their burgers are terrible. Their hot dogs are terrible. Um, their ice cream, yeah, fine. You got your blizzards, whatever. But A&W is what Dairy Queen wishes it was. And I will not take any other opinions. Katie, you're number six. It's funny you say that because my number six is Dairy Queen. Of course it is. <laughs> Billy, this is our relationship. This is stuff like this all the time, just the way that it happens. I've never had A&W. Do yourself a favor next time you're out. I promise you. Next time you're on the road, get yourself some A&W. Get yourself like a, a strawberry sundae. And a bacon cheeseburger from there. And I promise you, you'll never eat at Dairy Queen again. Okay. They also have really good root beer floats. And they have freezies where they mix it together. Those are great. I have, heard, I have heard they have the best root beer float in America. So now you have to try it for that reason. <laughs> See, I went with Old Reliable for number uh, six, which is McDonald's. McDonald's is always open. Mm-hmm. Uh, the road. You can get the McChicken, which I'm a big fan of, but recently their lettuce has been a re- real weird, so I've been doing no lettuce. Um, so it's just chicken and bread. <laughs> uh, so my number six is McDonald's. Hey, no shame there. My McChickens, they come with cheese and ketchup and nothing else. What? Yeah, well, deal with it. I'm a picky eater. I know. My number, my number five, I've got Qdoba. Qdoba is wonderful um i did not know the wonders of qdoba until my amazing perfect wonderful girlfriend introduced me to qdoba um i don't like to try new things and uh she finally got me to try qdoba and then like the the next month i think i was eating there like three times a day so it's a better version of chipotle see i always have this fight with people that they think chipotle is better Mm-mm. And, like, Mouse finally decided, like, uh, Qdoba has the better, like, meats, mm-hmm. but Chipotle has better, uh, like, rice and this and that. And he was like, if they added a little bit better meat to theirs, they'd be over. <laughs> that brisket, though, in your Qdoba bowl? Oh. <laughs> Folks, do yourself a favor favorite go get a Qdoba bowl like so hungry after this podcast I know it's food go get I've got I just got back from Chicago and I've got uh some deep dish Chicago style leftover pizza from Pequod's that I'm gonna attack after this Uh, so Katie you're number five Burger King solid okay Billy you're number five what a burger I don't know why but when I went to Texas I really enjoyed it Never, We've been. Ne- never tried it. I feel like if you guys go, it's gonna gonna go high on the list. Okay. Like Mouse was a little overwhelmed, but I feel like he got the wrong sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also got like something sweet, and I was like, "This is great. <laughs> Why don't we come here more often?" Oh wait, these aren't at home. <laughs> right. I would love to try one, but they're so far away. It's always like you have to do, go do like the family vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number four, uh, this place doesn't exist anymore. Sadly, broke my heart. It was a COVID casualty. Um, RIP to Friendlies. Um, I don't. Great, there's a Friendlies in my area. Is there? Yeah. Okay, we... you're giving me hope. Okay. <laughs> so, so I I grew up in the East Coast, moved to the Midwest, and where I'm from in Friendlies, it shut down. And I was told that Friendlies as a whole was done. We don't go there very often, but like last time we went around in that area, it was still open. So you're you're going to have to message me and let me know. Yes, please. Like my life is in the balance on this one. So Friendly's dessert menu is like four pages long. It is amazing. If you've never been to a Friendly's, again, you're doing yourself a major disservice. Now it may not be your fault, but. Billy Starks has come to save the world and let us know that friendlies may still exist. So if it does go out and find your nearest friendlies, 
and try it. It's I promise you, they've got like these gigantic milkshake ice cream Reese's things that it's uh it's diabetes in a cup, but it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. You good? I miss Fredley's. I haven't had one in years, but uh, so good. And they are not the cleanest environment, but those are the places you know have the best food. <laughs> I love how you admit it. You're like this. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> okay, Billy, have you ever been to like a mom and pop pizza joint that you know would not pass a health code inspection, but for whatever reason, that you know that's why that food is so good. Yes. 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 Okay, number four, Katie. Uh, my number four is Panera. Whole oh, their broccoli and cheddar soup. Yes, it's so good. I also love their mac and cheese. It's so creamy. My number four is Chick-fil-A, and it's because I love their spicy chicken. Yes! Uh, I love their mac and cheese, and I love a cookies and cream milkshake. Just I've never had their milkshakes. They have milkshakes? I didn't know they had milkshakes. Okay. I get cookies and cream milkshake every time. <laughs> okay, we're going to update you on the milkshakes of Chick-fil-A in the next week or so. I, I want the Twitter post. I need Okay, <laughs> yep. We will, tag, we will tag you in it. All right, um, my number three, Popeyes, getting the love that it deserves from you two heathens, putting it as low as it is. It is wonderful. Their chicken um, is very flavorful, Miss Starks, and their, their popcorn shrimp is just mm, so good and then their mashed potatoes just perfect kick just perfect (laughs) level of kick not too spicy but it's got a kick to it wonderful Popeyes number three all right my number three is Qdoba we've already been over it we can move on the same Qdoba is number three (laughs) good for you both queso mixed in with the regular one is so good So at least we're in agreement on if, for whatever reason, if all three of us are in the same area, we know where we're going. We're going to Qdoba. Heck yeah. All right. Uh, my number two, I have Chick-fil-A. Uh, I get the spicy chicken sandwich. It's it's amazing. Um, also, their chicken noodle soup is better than what mom makes. I'm sorry, but it's true. Again, they're shitty people, but they make wonderful chicken, and I'm I'm very conflicted because of it. Um, my number two is noodles and company i love their pesto it's just so good i love it um my number two is taco bell because of the chicken quesadilla my go-to and i love a baja blast freezy or even the wild strawberry one the wild strawberry one just makes me so happy katie you're good to the taco bell (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's She's just dipped on the interview and going to Taco Bell. I'm not sure what's happening right now. <laughs> you good? My phone died. Her, her phone died. I had it at 100%. Okay, so while well, the interview's almost over, we're just going to swap the headset for this last one. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so, Billy, thank you for putting up with our nonsense. Oh, I'm here for this. It's completely fine. What is it with people and not charging their phones her phone is never above like 27 percent at 100 my friend has like a life 360 and gets notifications on like when how low your phone percentage is at and so i'll see her text people and be like charge your phone what the heck? <laughs> that or is like, me how fast you drive and it was like you're going 90 slow down <laughs> that is me all right so um my number one is this place called Drex Subs, and I I haven't had them in a while. It's an East Coast thing. They're not around here. They, I, like with Subway, I've got one sub that I get religiously. With Drex Subs, there is four that I could go through. They make poutine, which is wonderful. They just their foods. I love their buffalo chicken sub. Uh, their steak and cheese. Uh, their grilled chicken. Their popcorn chicken sub. Drex Subs is the place to go, and they got these, they got these fluffy white buns that they put them in, and just Drex Subs will always have my heart. So I'm handing the headset over to Katie for her number one. I would just like to say I am so sorry, and this is why I do not co-host ever. 
Um, but my number one is very basic, but it is McDonald's because it is always open. I can always get food and I love their fries. It is just absolutely awesome. There it is. I'm sorry. Once again. <laughs> Billy, your number one. My number one is Five Guys. The Cajun Ooh. fries. I can make my burger how I want it at that moment. And they always give you extra fries. Like I can ask for a large and I'm getting like an XL. <laughs> I just hate that it costs 57 bucks for two people at Five Guys. That's my only complaint with them. I'm paying for myself. So I will spend a good dollar on myself for some Cajun fries. <laughs> There you go. Well, Billy, thank you so much for joining us today. This interview was so much fun. Um, plugs. Where can people find Billy Starks? Uh, you can find all of my social media at Billy Starks, B-I-L-L-I-E, and then Starks is S-T-A-R-K-Z. Um, and I have merch at bigstarksbrand.com if you want to check that out. It's also linked to my Twitter bio uh, if you don't want to type it all out. And yeah. Future showcase, upcoming cards, where are you going to be? How can people watch it? All of my upcoming shows are on my social media, so keep up with that. Um, Most of my stuff is streamed on IWTV, so just pay attention to the updates from that. Shout out to IWTV because they do a great job of getting people independent wrestling. Um, And yeah, also watch the future showcase or come uh, down to the south and enjoy the show if you're in the area. All right. Well, we would like to say goodbye and thank you to the next future showcase winner, Billy Starks. Billy, thank you so much. And uh, can't be more appreciative of you coming on. This was so much fun. And I'm sure we will be seeing you in person in a ring very soon. Thank you so much for having me. I All hope right. to see you soon. Yes, we will. And we will have we will be buying uh, Big Stark brand shirts when we see thank you. you. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the Practice Squad Jobber podcast. And tune in tomorrow. We have frontman Jossie, the frontman, the freak daddy, as he likes to call himself, Black Jesus, your Black Wrestlers Matter champion, the frontman Jossie. We got him on tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Um, So stay tuned for that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And you'll hear from us tomorrow.